Jeff Saturday. I don't know. Thank you. Yes. Jeff. Okay. Yes. Because I. That was you were, exact reaction. You were yes. the first person that that like that I found out Jeff Saturday yeah. was hired because we were talking about yeah. Frank Reich, and then like five minutes later after we had started talking about it, you send Jeff send Saturday send, and I was like, huh? Yeah. You're like he just got hired as the head coach of the Colts, and I was like, you're joking. <laughs> Evening, afternoon, whatever time it is by you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knuckleheads Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Andy Newman. Sitting alongside me, again, as always, is the man, the myth, the now regrown mustache, Daniel Keene. Daniel, how are we? And also, we have a guest. You want to introduce him as well? Yes, I'm doing good, Andy. It's like a little beard thing right now. I shaved for the fundraiser, and now I'm like, I'm just going to go until it's uncomfortable. Actually, it already is uncomfortable. I have like a Oh, it's getting a little itchy, but you know it's whatever. Um, today, enjoyed us with the studio, friend of the podcast. Joined us with the studio. Uh, joined <laughs> joined sure. us in the studio. studio. There we go. Friend of the podcast, friend of the brand for the brand, Mister Bryce sure. Dimsevich. Bryce, how are we doing today? We're doing just fine. I'm ready to talk about some good sports topics. I'm so appreciative of y'all having me on the podcast. It's gonna be a good one today, boys. Of course, and also I'm gonna plug something that Bryce does uh, every. I do believe it's Mondays. Mondays. Now. Mondays from two to two four. To four. On WCRD, Always Better Radio, 91.3, Bryce is the co-host of the Fantasy Express along with Vinny Monterano um, and now I guess the Selkie Dylan Selkie. Yes. The, the Selkie spread. Vision. Yes. So head over there, watch that, uh, or watch that, listen to that. I mean, you can, lis- you can. listen yeah. to it on the radio. We also have an Instagram page that goes up on weekly, so check yeah. it out. Have fantasy uh, Express is kind of a misleading name purely because it's they don't talk about it. It's not fantasy. Ball, <laughs> so It's real. It's real Express. I was, not, I was not in charge of the naming of, of, of the podcast. It's not even a podcast, of the radio show, but yeah. like that's on Vinny, but we're vibing with it. Have we guys, like it. Have you guys thought about pulling the audio from the radio and just podcasting it too? That's something I I'd have that. to ask Vinny about, but <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> a good idea. I keep um, saying Have Andy and I on. That's also a good idea. Uh, Andy comes on, but I, we I, talked about basketball for about an hour, and Andy just sat there. So, yeah. I mean, it didn't, ex- said, it didn't exactly work. I I'm not. Words. Yeah. yeah. Bryce is a big yeah. uh, Boston Celtics fan. Oof. I am. I'm not. We, we've. It's it's longstanding that we don't like the NBA on this show. Um, well, I like. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that I don't like the NBA. The it's just that guy. I. The Pacers I've, suck. Yeah, that, that, is, that is a. That's not, not wrong. Not wrong. I thought it's they were true. looking good this year. Okay. I mean, they were doing good this year. I don't they're know. They're not doing great. I mean, they got good young talent. But I'll pay atten- I'll pay attention to the playoffs. It's not good. That's okay. fair. That's I fair. think they've won a couple games more than people thought, right? I no? mean, it's it's first ten games, so who cares? Yeah. Like, okay. Really. Fine. Thanks. Thanks so much for making my confidence so much better. <laughs> you're, Bryce. you're welcome. Um, we, yeah. We'll get to the Colts before we get into prices here purely because of he's a big soccer guy. Big, big European football, big football, big soccer guy, big football guy, but. I'd like to preface a couple things before we start getting into the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Uh, first and foremost, some sad information coming out today uh, for the entertainment community. It's a sports podcast, but still want to throw it out there. Kevin Conroy, iconic voice of Batman, really my childhood, uh, something my dad and I uh, really brought it over when I was little, and even my brother. Uh, passed away today at the age of 66, so rip to Batman. Love you. Appreciate you. Uh, heart goes out to friends and family of Kevin Conroy and the whole Batman community. And then also, on a maybe a brighter note, hopefully later tonight, Friday, this today, yes. 7 o'clock, Lafayette Jefferson, Carroll High School takes on Lafayette Jeff for some regional championship mm. football action. Love you guys are paying football. attention 
Have you been paying attention to ISSA football at all? I, I mean, my Bryce? my football team in my high school is typically very good. Yes, yeah. we're only a two A football team, but I pay attention to that stuff. Um, I'm kind of rooting for HSC in the four A bracket just because that's where my my girlfriend went to high school. So yeah. go HSC. They're they're playing on f- tonight as well. So good HSC, luck to them. But Hamilton Southeastern, right? Yeah, they're six yeah. A. They're six yeah. A. Six A. I, I yes. don't know why I said four A. Sorry, football. They're four A for volleyball yes. and basketball. Yes. Yeah. So yeah I think they they won the four A state championship last weekend in volleyball. They did. They, they beat that's York why I said Town. that. They but did. yes, they're six A um, in football. Sorry. Yeah. I only really pay attention to Delaware County High School football. Just uh, as a sports editor, the DN, we have reporters out on high school beats. And you're from Michigan, so you really and don't I'm, have any skin in the game. So <sighs> I do yeah. not have any skin in, in this game, no. no. Um, <laughs> my Whitmore Lake Trojans, though. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked I kicked for the high school football team. We talked about this like, last time. My school was so small yeah. that... I had to like go to another school to do it, but what? it was it yes. was it was one of the mo- it was more to, like it was my senior year, and I was like I just want to try something new. It was really awesome, Dude, but kicking is fun. I like kicking it. is real fun. Yes, um, and I was good at it because I played soccer. Yes, what are yes. we talking soccer today? Um, go Carroll High School, but let's talk soccer. Yes. Why are we talking Please. soccer? Why is so here? the World Cup? The ten days, ten days away, ten days. The greatest, the, the greatest tournament in sporting history. The most watched. Sporting event every four years. Crazy. Um, it's a little different this year. Um, so, World Cup 2022, Qatar, it's happening. Um, and and as an outsider for soccer, I do know one thing that's kind of like has like a gray cloud over this whole World Cup is its location. Dude, it's yeah. so a gray the, cloud is an understatement. Yeah, there, there's a big thing. Um, it it should be discussed, and I highly recommend. All of our listeners go read. Uh, I can put some articles about it in the show notes. But Qatar is hosting the World Cup, and and historically Qatar has been subject to accusations of num- numerous mm-hmm. human rights violations. Yep. Um, yep. Every every time a World Cup is hosted, um, there is a lot of uh, negative press that will go around because there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, yes, there, there there's is. a lot that goes into building what needs to be built for the World Cup. Um, so in in South, it happened in South Africa in 2010. Uh, it was really bad in Rio in 2016. Yeah, was, was it really? um, oh yeah, Russia, Ru- Russia. So basically, a lot of these areas build brand new stadiums. Yep. Yeah, and they build hotel style housing for mm-hmm. the bi- like the not billion but millions of people that are going to flock to to their area for the World oh, yeah. Cup. It is a it is a big thing to win that bid. Yep. There's always a lot of shady stuff on how countries and and, and locations win the bid actually um, but a lot of these places don't have the infrastructure in infrastructure to support a world cup so they build it yeah and it's and what, really, yeah it's really cheap housing it's really cheap labor yep um, so part of the reason why the World Cup is happening in November and December of this year is be- because Qatar is historically uh, an extremely hot hot place hot humid area yep. Um it should it's, have never gone to Qatar. It should. I don't think it should have gone. Like, to like, like. I'll to put it in perspective for you, Andy. Yeah. Like, let me let me talk about the cost. Like, the past three World Cups, like yeah. total. So, South Africa that he mentioned cost yep. about three point six billion dollars in terms of total revenue to yep. make it happen. Fifteen mil, fifteen billion for Brazil, eleven point six billion for Russia in Qatar alone, because they had to build every single one of their stadiums. Wow. Okay. It cost two hundred twenty billion dollars. Holy, where are they getting the money from? Wow! Um, Just to have the World Cup there. Yeah, I I, I don't feel too qualified enough to discuss about the yeah. money part of it. <laughs> it's freaking um, crazy. Just I will, in perspective. I will. I, I will legit. I, I think that a lot of times I say I'll put it in the show notes, and I always forget. But this <laughs> is this is something that I will actually. I will. I will put a few of these articles in the show notes, yes. and I highly, I highly recommend you go read this. And there's a lot of like, 
most of the teams are planning on doing some sort of of peaceful demonstration before the games yep. um, of something. So I know Netherlands is one of them. They came out pretty publicly talking about that. But uh, the U.S. men's national team as well. Yep. Um, the English national team. Uh, a lot of teams lot of are, are yep. planning on stepping out against us. A lot of it also. Um, uh, they they employed a lot of of labor to build yep. the stadiums, and I can't remember the exact number. Um, it was it was an unearthly amount of people that were subject to to help build these stadiums, and like laboring for months on end just to make sure that this happens in ridiculous heat. It's just crazy. And then so, I'm sure, and then I'm sure it's going to just be like the uh, Olympics, where they're completely useless after these ten. 15 couple yep. weeks or whatever I don't know. So the housing they're building Maybe is like please. relatively cheap if you if you look up a picture of the World Cup housing they're it's like, like shipping containers. They're like shipping containers in these big open areas. It's really cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I'll show you a picture But okay. um the Guardian reported earlier this month uh no earlier last month, reported that more than 6,500 migrant workers uh from India, Pakistan, Nepal, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka uh have died in process of wow. setting up the infrastructure for the World Cup since Qatar was oh. awarded the World Cup spot. So it is it's there's ridiculous. a big a big gray cloud around it mm. and I think it's important that as fans watching a World Cup we have we are knowledgeable and we're understanding and, and, and can take in the the weight and the brevity of of what went into building this World Cup. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a great example of a country that's equipped to host the World Cup, so in 2026, United States, Canada, and Mexico are going to come together yeah. to host so the 2026 excited. World Cup. I will be going to um, lots of those that. That makes me really happy. But also, we have like the think about how many stadiums we have in the United States. A bunch. I think it's I think it's mainly going to be L.A. So SoFi Stadium is going to be one yep. that's used. But that'll be that'll be there's cool. there's massive stadiums. SoFi, in, I think SoFi is the final. But the final will be in SoFi. I'm pretty sure. That's Ooh. as but, far as I know. But I think it's I think it's I can't remember the locations, but it's like three across the United States and and two across Canada and Mexico that will be playing. But the United States has we we will not need. I mean, there will obviously be things that need to be built and things that need sure. to happen to There's produce a lot of revenues, uh, uh, revenues infrastructure that needs to be built in order to host World Cup. But like this area, because there's so much sporting, there's so much yep. like there's it's yep. already a big not tourist area, but there's always already a lot of of ability to travel to this area, mm-hmm. and we already have the stadiums. It's a lot less worrisome. It's not. Yes. It's a lot less. Um, it's easier. It's, yeah, it's and, easy. and we even still use some of the stuff that we've used in like previous stuff like that. It's like um, the LA Olympics back in like the eighties or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Uh, we still use that stadium that they built for like the track and field and everything. Like USC plays well, there. Of course, Coliseum, like of right? course, yeah, of course that's going to be used. But like you talked about the different venues that like they have available. Like yeah. you've got New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Boston, Atlanta. All the all these different cities that already have wonderful stadiums yeah. and arenas built for for games that can yep. hold these. But the big issue is like these places, especially Qatar, don't yeah. have stadiums like this. So Qatar had nothing. Literally yeah, so. nothing. I mean, like what I was getting at was like how that most some countries just like literally just like get rid of and abandon like their Olympic locations and stuff. Yep. It's like that's probably what Qatar's gonna do. Honestly. One thing that's very interesting though is that there was there was a stadium that they did build. I don't know, I think this is the only stadium like it, but it's built like repurposed shipping containers. Yeah. So this entire stadium can be taken down and transported somewhere else across the world and rebuilt. Huh. Which I think is very fascinating. But that's one stadium out of yeah. like twelve that were made. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a ridiculous amount of, of money and labor and people and it's just a whole whole, whole ordeal. Yeah. 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 Um and there's also uh, 
Um, my friend Jacob Booth just tried to call me. Hi, I don't Jacob know Booth. Why, why oh. Booth. What is going on now? Is, oh, hey, there we go. Wait, what is, what is what happening? Happen- what just happened to my phone? Okay. We're good. We're Okay, we're back. We're fine. All right. Wow. Neat. Okay. But uh, basically, there's also a whole lot of... Um, so if you ever look into the FIFA corruption scandal of the last two decades, um, I can't remember his name. He's at the head of FIFA for a little while. Um, shoot. I'm going to, I, I know what you're talking about. I know the I guy. No um, wait, so is FIFA Sep, actually a Sep, real thing? FIFA is the, yeah. like the overseeing organization of yeah. all football. Got it. So I it's like a random name for the no. game. Okay. Um, so it's, it's set bladder that I remember. Yes. Um, that makes sense. But no, there like there's there's there was massive um, corruption across the entire thing, and and part of that comes with World Cup bids um, because yep. there is so much um, there's so much money to be made yeah. from a World Cup that a lot of countries want, and the bid to host a World Cup is expensive. And there's been a lot of talk that sometimes like uh, the Russian World the Russia World Cup in 2018, especially the Qatar World Cup in 2022, um, there was potential. Shady dealings in order to get the bid. Um, also, yeah. FIFA stands for Federation Internationale International de Football Association. I think it's French, um, but it's legit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's legit. It's the governing body for world yes. football. Um, it's the big it. one. Either way, um, not not to d- not to dwell on the negatives too much. Moving on. Some positives, though. Oh yeah, there's Some a lot positives. of positives. There are at the a end lot of, the day, of positives. The World Cup is is the best in the entire world, and I'm so happy it's happening in November this year because this summer I was super busy. Yeah. Um, in 2026, when it comes to the United States, I am I'm not doing anything. I will literally be going to a bunch of games as much um, as I can. I don't care how much money it costs me. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to games. I'm going to as many as I can. <laughs> I'm going to I'm games. Like, I'm going to take the summer off and be like. Hey, hopefully I'll be working press and I can just cover the game. So how how long sweet. does the World Cup take? Like how long will this whole process take? It's over think, a month. I think over the a month? first game is November twentieth, and the championship is December twelfth. It's okay. it's like right around a month. So wow. so right. basically, there's there's two, four, six. There's eight groups. So group A through group A. Thirty two teams. Thirty two teams, okay. and they play three group stage games. So. Let's go with Group B. Group B is is uh, England, Iran, the United States, yes. and Let's Wales. Um, so basically, for Group B, United States will play three teams, all three of those teams, and whoever has the best, whoever tops the group, who who gets the most points out of the games, will automatically advance. The person who gets second, um, I think, it kind of goes into a, into a little bit of a playoff, but they will all, the the team that. Get second will first and second from every group qualify for the round of sixteen. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much how it works. Got it. And so every group, like every team or every nation that finishes in first is matched up with a corresponding second place finisher from another group. Okay. And then it goes into a knockout stage where in the groups you've got three games that have no immediate consequence, but when you get to the knockouts, like if you lose, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. It's it's a great it's 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 wonderful and then I think the the finals December twelfth or something yeah it's so it takes about a month but it's it's a good month it's a real good cool. month nonstop football and it's wonderful like, there's like some games that are like so oh something I should also mention when a team hosts the World Cup their team gets an automatic bid to play so Qatar is the top of Group A they were the first team to get into the World Cup because they were the host country yeah okay. so and I'm assuming they're not very good no. Or? Yeah. No. So they're, they're probably the worst team here. Okay. They well, yeah, easily. Um and the thing with that is Qatar would not have qual like 
Yeah. It was yeah, highly qualified. improbable that Qatar would qualify for the World Cup. In 2018, Russia hosts. So Russia, South Africa, and Brazil were the past three World Cups. Um, all of those teams probably would have qualified. The South African team in 2010 was very, very good. Yes, they um, were. <laughs> they made a run, I think it was to the semis? I think um, they went to the, but, run, the eight, So yeah. the host country gets an automatic bid. But um, outside of that, it is it is all up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's focus in a little bit more on Group B. Um, obviously, Group B is the one with the United States. That's what we like let's to go. see. Um, Bryce, what, what are you feeling about this group? I... I'm probably more confident than I should be. I have I'm a very much so an optimi- optimistic sports watcher for every team that I support and going into a group where we've got an England team that is probably one of the better teams in the tournament and a, a, a struggling but feisty Iran team and then a really like underrated Wales team. And the United States is kind of a huge question mark. Like, you've got a lot of um, uncertainty surrounding the team, both by how they've been performing as of late and also the the squad that they selected, the 26-man roster, which I'm sure we'll get into in a little bit. But I do like our chances. I think Wales is the first game we have on November 21st, and I'm confident of of our chances of beating Wales or at least getting a point. At least. I don't think Wales is that. I think Wales in, in, in the Euros was a little bit better than Wales now. I think Gareth Bale, who's the talisman for that team. Washed. I don't think he's washed, but he's washed. definitely, he's definitely, well, he just he just won the MLS Cup. MLS Cup. Um, yeah, the MLS Cup. The MLS Cup, um, yeah. Just so you know, so there's like five yeah, major no, European major league, leagues. Major League Soccer, right? MLS, Major League, league Soccer. That's, that's the American one. Yes. yes it's, it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. It's probably, it's in the top ten leagues in the world, but it's like on the lower yeah. end. And we could, I could do an entire podcast about, like I, I think I, I think I got. Soccer. Eh, it's a little bit better than the Mac, I'd say. Oh, um, better than the Mac. Okay, understood. Yeah. It's, it's like not that much. Belt. It's not that much of a joke. I think last year I got a little not heated, but I got a I got pretty heavy into discussion about why the MLS is going to become a top league in it the will. future because we are starting to produce some of the greatest talent across the across it the will. across the world. Um, yeah. But right now, no, it is not the best league in in, in the world. It's getting there. It's um, getting there. So Maybe yeah, get keep into going. It when it gets better. Yes, yes. I think so. I think Wales is beatable. They are. I Absolutely think. they are. It should be a win. It should be a win. I if, we get, if we at least get a point out of it, I'm happy. But we should win this we game. We should win. Thinking about Wales also, um, the guy who called me earlier in the podcast, at Jacob Booth, Jacob Reese Booth, uh, his dad is from Wales. That's cool. Okay. Now lives in America. And then obviously he, my friend Jacob was born in America and his mom is American. So he's got a little bit of dog in both of that fight. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested. In, I need to talk to him about who he's going to root We're going to make there. you watch these games, Andy. Hey, I will. I honestly will. I'm, As I'm, you should. Yeah. It's, it's I'm a, interested in it. I'd and, watch it. Yeah. Um, next in the group, Iran, I think. Mm. No, I don't we play England? We play England second. Yep. We play England second. Isn't that Thanksgiving? It's the day after. Day after. Black Friday, yeah. Yep. But basically, England is a... England went to the Euros, so there's the yeah. World Cup every four years, and then there's the Euros or the. It's every. It's okay. The Euros is like also every four years, but it splits the World so, Cup. Okay. So, so like in two Euros years was in 2020, and now it. we've got the World Cup. So, so in two years we'll have the Euros, and two years we'll have the the World Cup. Okay. So the Euros are just it's like a World Cup for Europe, but then there's the Copa America, which is the World Cup for South America, and yeah. then there's is it the Gold Cup, the Concacaf Gold Cup Conca-Caf. is for is for North North Americas. So it's Mexico, Canada. There's also like I think it's Costa Rica, um, Panama, Panama, Paraguay, like some of those some of those countries. 
Um, that's the Gold Cup. And then there's one for for the Asian uh, continents. I don't remember. Or Asian, I think, I think it's just countries, not continents. I think it's just called the Asian Cup. <laughs> yeah, but so basically it's a World Cup for each pretty much area. Uh, oh, and then there's the African Cup of Nations too. And the Antarctic Cup, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that team is literally so Go good. Penguins. <laughs> Go Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. polar bears. But, uh, yeah, so there's there's that as well, which is which is pretty pretty fun. Um, but the World Cup is really where it all goes down. Um, but England went to the Euro, the Euro finals and lost in a heart, heartbreaking fashion. PKs. I'm a big, I think it's known on this podcast, I'm a huge Arsenal fan. Bryce is a huge Chelsea fan. I'm a Liverpool guy. Um, <laughs> okay. I actually am. Okay, like, Andy, you could not name more than three players on Liverpool. Okay, can I, is, is all time acceptable? No. No. Okay, well, I know, uh, I know, uh, Mane or Salah. Uh, Salah's on the Salah. team. And Salah. Then, and Sadio Mane was the other one that I was. He's not on the team. I know he's not on the team anymore. Again, also from Booth. So <laughs> shout out Booth. We'll get you in. We'll get you into it. We'll get um, you a team. But I'm a huge I'm Arsenal. Liverpool. I, I want to be Liverpool. <laughs> okay. Well, they're Liverpool. not great this year. So that's I know. Nice. I heard that they were bad. Uh, it's because LeBron bought a majority stake. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking before Liverpool won the Premier League title. You know, they're going to win this. They're going to. You're win like this. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really <laughs> hope that joke Good, landed. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> okay. When he said like I was listening to Amigos in 2010, I was like, like bro. I, like, okay. I, I just knew. Really just <laughs> um, <lab> predictor. <laughs> predictor. <laughs> How? What did that happen? When did that like come out? Well, because like, then it, realized this. I don't know because he said it after. Um, I, I've. I don't listen to a lot of Migos, but yeah. one of their members was take off, take off, yes, take off passed away, and he he took a he pulled somebody somebody quoted him because in an interview he said something like, yeah, like they were the best. I remember listening to them in 2010. Well, 2010 was before the, the <laughs> before Migos formed, so we were like, hey, ayo, LeBron, and then it came out like a couple. Like somebody found it, but it was an interview from a while, a while ago, ago yeah. where it was the game that Kobe went for eighty, and he was <laughs> he like, he was like, I he was like, go seventy, man. Yeah, he was and like, then I, he got to seventy, he's like, he might as well go for eighty. <laughs> and, and we were like, what are you talking about? So it's kind of learned that like LeBron James might be like a the pathological most. liar. <laughs> and, and then he walks into like every once in a while he'll walk in a locker room with like with on the first book, page like, of a book, yeah. yeah, or reading it upside down or something. <laughs> so good. Uh, it's fine. It's okay. That's so uh, funny. Zuver, Caleb Zuver, again, friend of the podcast, posted some um, a tweet that got like 16,000 likes on it. That happens to him all the time. Like, I, love I knew him. I woke up in the morning of December 7th, 1941. I just knew something was off. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah, that was, that was, uh, <laughs> oh my so God. That was a little, that was a little dark, but it, <laughs> but it hit, really bro, it throws hit. some shade at, at Mr. <laughs> Le Predictor. Um, Le Predictor. And also not Le Bald. We did say he was Le Bald on the podcast. That was <laughs> no, fake. he's Le Receding. That's yeah, what he's doing. Yeah, he's Le Receding. I, I thought he actually was <laughs> Le Receding. <laughs> how does this affect the bronze legacy? That's what I want to know. Yeah, um, it does. How does the World Cup affect A week after, a week after Brazil wins the World Cup. Yep, I do have Brazil winning. A week after Ooh, Brazil, I do too, as well. I have Argentina. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, That's a good pick. It's because the FIFA. It's I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're, we're, gonna, yeah. we're like three circles off topic right now. So <laughs> so I'm going to round them out real quick. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a week after Brazil wins it, he's gonna go. You know, man. Back in early November, I was like Brazil, Brazil man. Yeah. <laughs> like I had it. Yeah. Um, Neymar, I had a talk, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Fabinho. Uh, so LeBron's also a part owner in uh, in Liverpool FC. Yeah, uh, that's probably why a lot of 
the United States is kind of shifting towards Liverpool fandom over Tottenham because Tottenham is not good at not Tottenham good. Hotspurs. Not good. Um, not good. What, what's, Ra- the, what's the team that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney own? Uh, Rexham, Rexham FC. Rexham. They're in League One. It's bro. on That's Hulu. Goated. It's really good. It's so good. It, I love I, it. I really want to see that team succeed. Um, oh, so wrapping it up one more time. England <laughs> almost won the Euro 2020, but my favorite, one of my favorite players, Bakayo Saka, who's also an England international. Um, he went up to take the decisive penalty and it was saved. He got, he got subbed on to do that too. So here's my thing, and this the, I, I would talk about this till the, the day goes on. The three of the five penalty takers were under the age of 20. It's crazy. Or were under the age of 20. That's, that's like, on Southgate. It was, it was Rashford who was 20, 21, Sancho who was 22, I think, and then Bakayo Saka who was 19 at the Sancho time. Sancho was 20, 21 at the time. Yeah, so they were, all, they were all extremely young players. You have more... You have veteran players who should be taking those kicks. Yep. You have veteran players who've been in those moments. Of course, McGuire makes his like. What, what oh old? my gosh! Um, but so basically, that's yeah. They lost, and that yeah. So that wraps up. Rounding it back, yeah. Rounding it back up. Back to the World Cup. Back to the United States. Uh, Wednesday, the United States announced their U.S. Men's National Team roster. You mind going through it for me and kind of what you picked and what you didn't like, Bryce? We can we can start with go go position by position. We'll start with the keepers here. I think I mean no surprises here in terms of Matt Turner and Ethan Horvath. I think Matt Turner is the out and out number one for the United States. He's really cemented himself representing Arsenal FC. Moving over to Arsenal and he's performed really well in the games that he's played. Coming from a little bit of a knock, um, but he seems fully healthy. And then Ethan Horvath has been playing great in the championship for Luton Town. Doesn't surprise me there. Solid third string. He had a great performance in the Gold Cup when Zach Steffen, who got omitted from this list. Um, um, was hurt, and then Sean Johnson, the real surprise here, I find personally, because Zach Steffen has been the number one for the United States for a couple years now, and Zach Steffen's been hurt with Middlesbrough on loan from Manchester City, and Sean Johnson gets selected. What are didn't, your thoughts? Didn't he get transferred? He he left Man City permanently. I think he's somewhere in Germany right now. Steffen? Um, yeah. Steffen's on loan to Middlesbrough in the championship. I, I thought he was. I thought he wasn't still for Manchester no, City. No, he's on loan as far as I know. Oh, yep. Yeah. No, he's, he's on loan for Man City, but like he, what is he? Twenty four, twenty five now. He's twenty five. I know a lot of goalkeepers don't hit their peak till like it's but like twenty six and thirty is kind of yeah. the real prime yep. years. But I I saw him play a little bit with Man City in 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 the preseason before he got loaned out. Um, I think he had a really good spell. He was really in form for a good year, year two years there. Um, I think that injury in the Gold Cup. So Logan, uh, Ethan Horvath. I went to <laughs> I went to school with a guy named Logan Horvath. Oh, I didn't go. To, I think was, we swam on the same swim team. I knew him from when I was younger. Logan, uh-huh. yeah. Logan, Logan Horvath. Logan Horvath. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Logan so Horvath. Horvath baby. So every time I say <laughs> Ethan right. Horvath, I think Logan. But Logan. Morgan. 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 Oh boy. Um, but. <laughs> Zach Steffen got injured, and Ethan Horvath came in, and he produced a lights out, like ma- amazing performance. Saved a PK to pretty much save the game to against seal Mexico. The game yeah. against and Mexico. by PK, you mean penalty kick? Yes, penalty right. kick, yes. yes. I didn't know um, that. Other so people might not. Ethan Horvath was for sure going to be on this list. Matt Turner has pretty much established himself as the number one for the U.S. Men's National Team. Yes, he's a backup keeper for Arsenal FC. But he is one of the best shot stoppers. He was he was he was one of the best shot. He won MLS Goalkeeper of the Year with with uh, New England Revolution before his transfer. Um, and then yeah, Sean Johnson. He's just had a really good season. He just played really really well, and he deserves it. Yes, and he I'm is. not saying Zach Steffen doesn't deserve it. It's uh, I think. Um, the the U.S. Men's National Team coach. I always mispronounce Greg Bearhalter. Bearhalter. I always think like 
Baralter. Baralter. Greg Baralter. Names he, today. He was taking interviews during the the World Cup like release show, yep. and they asked him about the omission of Zach Steffen, and he said he said like it wasn't really about what Zach Steffen didn't have; it was just about what we had. Um, so. The, there are three solid goalkeepers. I, I just yeah, Johnson's and, uh, Johnson's selection is not a bad one. It's no. just more of a surprise. And well, you're the third. He's going to be the third choice. Yep. He's probably never, not, never going to see the field, but he's going to go. He's going to be there. He's going to be a part of the team. He's going to be good for training. It's a good what keeper I, to have for training. And also, what I love is all three of these goalkeepers are under the age of 25. Yep. I think, or maybe no. Matt, Sean Johnson's old. No, he's no, no. old. Really? Oh, yeah, he's in his 30s. No. Yes, he is. Oh he no, because he, he played, was up for contention. Okay, in, sorry. Uh, I'm the thinking last World Cup in 2014. I'm, think, I'm thinking Horvath was super young. Um. Yeah, Sean Johnson's at least, 30, sorry. I, 33. Yeah, I was mainly focused on Matt Turner. I think Matt Turner's 25, 26. Still relatively young for a goalkeeper. Um. And I think the future is bright in that position for the U.S. men's national team. And he's twenty-eight. You know, in the future, we'll see. We'll see Zach Steffen probably come back into the fold a little bit more. I agree. I think uh, he, he just being playing playing in Man City is always a great accomplishment. But when you're buried behind a world-class keeper like Ederson, it's really hard to stay in form. Mm-hmm. And that's honestly his downfall. Like Matt Turner really has a good shot at competing with Ramsdale. Yes, Ramsdale is the out-and-out one, number one for Arsenal, but he's going to get a lot of matches because Arteta's just a smart manager. Arteta will play him. I think he played most of the group stage games uh, in the yep. Europa League. And the cup, uh, cup ties as well. So He didn't play the last cup tie mainly because he was he's, he's not injured. He's he was, been hurt. He yeah. was coming back from an injury yep. and and Arteta was like, we'll just rest him. Arsenal don't really worry about the cup games. They actually lost to Brighton. They were like, whatever. We don't really. 3-1, yeah. We don't really, they, were, they put out pretty much an academy squad. Um, the defenders, um, maybe, maybe for the sake of time. Interesting. Pick what you liked. Pick a player you liked, a player you didn't like. Pick a, a player who, who we missed out on. I'll, I'll, I'll pick two that I like. Just because I, I, I think we need to talk about Cameron Carter Vickers, who plays for Celtic, has been absolutely sensational for his club team. And then Tim Ream, I was praying that Tim Ream was going to be on this team just because he's captaining a decent Fulham team in the Premier League right now. And having him paired up with Anthony Robinson at the back, I think is going to be very good for this team. One surprise, a Shaq Moore. Shaq Moore was probably the biggest surprise in the team besides one guy we'll get to later. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Shaq's on this team? <laughs> what the heck? Shaq, dude. Shaq himself? Shaq, Shaq himself Shaq, is on this Shaq team. Shaq Moore? There's a Moore version of Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. This guy, I mean, Shaq Moore recently mean? got transferred to Nashville SC, so I understand the pairing with Walker Zimmerman and maybe giving the right back a little bit of leeway if Serginho gets hurt, mm-hmm. having a little bit of uh, chemistry there with Walker Zimmerman because Walker Zimmerman is absolutely going to start at the back. But um, for the defenders, it's about what you expected, except for Shaq Moore. I, I think, yeah, it's pretty much exactly what we expected. Um, I, I really like, I mean, this is this wasn't, his, his spot in the team wasn't really up for contention, but Serginho Dest, he, he transferred away from Barcelona. On loan. Um, well, yes, on loan. He's at, is that AC, AC, Mil- Milan, AC yeah. Milan right now? But basically, it's kind of understood that his time in Barcelona is not really... He'll, once he goes back, he'll get transferred away. I think. Sure. I, yes, I don't think. I, I. Yeah, I don't think he's going back. Um, but he kind of left for AC Milan, and a lot of people looked at that as a very as a bad turn in his career. AC Milan is still a top European club. I think he's been playing pretty well there. Yes, I think the what what a lot of what a lot of them going to see from from some of these players, Shaq Moore, Aaron Long, Tim Ream. These are this uh, especially Cameron Carter Vickers. Like these, this is going to be a tournament where they're really going to announce themselves as 
we are the next generation of the U.S. men's national team, and and we're 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 here to play. They are. Um, DeAndre Yedlin was slightly a surprise for me. He's a little older, a little He's bit more. Not. They needed some experience. They needed a some guy experience. Who's been to the World Cup, who's also still very good at his position. I mean, Inter Miami was not a bad team this year. I don't think he'll start. That's he kind of what I mean. He won't. But, Sorginho but, is absolutely starting at the right back position. But I absolutely. think he's also he's he's played out on the left in in some. Anthony Robinson is and, the Glock yeah. there. No, but I'm saying like Yedlin has as the versatility, versatility to play out if he needs to be. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit older, but I, I like the veteran pick. Um, midfielders, I'm loving the the Leeds United representation. Yes. Um, Jesse Marsh over there doing a wonderful job with Leeds United. Bringing in Tyler Adams, bringing in Brendan Aronson. Um, both awesome, young, versatile, energetic midfielders, and I think they're really going to pump up this midfield at their first World Cup. I absolutely agree. Uh, the United States of Leeds is absolutely doing so <laughs> is so well over in the UK. They're performing well. They're a feisty, scrappy team, and I think Aronson and Tyler Adams in the midfield are going to do fits for a couple teams that we play in the World Cup. But the big surprise for me was Christian Roldan. Christian Roldan. Here, yeah. Y- yeah, thanks for your input, Andy. <laughs> but... Christian Roldan, I think he's just one of those expendable players that, like, you could put a lot of any type of player in that spot that he took up. Like, honestly, I personally would have probably had Sebastian Legette over him just because I, I like Sajet and, and Bearhalter's system a little bit more. I think he's kind of been out of form recently, and yeah. I think that's that's the main reason why he's not getting selected. But, I mean, it's not a bad pick. Christian Roldan is a no. great guy, and Bearhalter uses him off the bench very well. He's that spark guy that comes in and can play lots of different positions like you talked about with versatility. But let's move to the strikers here, or the forwards more than the strikers, because this, this is probably the biggest shock of the selection. So, obviously, you've got Christian Pulisic, Jesus Ferreira, Tim Weah, the guys that aren't really surprised. Gio Reyna, Josh Gio Sargent. Reyna. These are guys that you knew were yes, going to be on the you list. You knew that they'd be there. And then you've got two guys that are kind of sticking out here. Jordan Morris, which, great story. He had two ACL injuries on the same knee. Wow. And comes back, and now he's playing in his first World Cup. That's sick. And okay. this guy was like a star boy for the U.S. before he got hurt, and now he's actually playing in World Cups, Sweet. which is awesome. But then Haji Sweet. Wright. Haji Wright, who's playing overseas in Turkey, who's in absolutely phenomenal form. He's got nine goals and one assist in 12 games. And like if you listen to the interview that you talked about at the selection show for Bear Halter, he talked about Haji Wright in comparison with more of like uh, the guys who were omitted in Ricardo Pepe and Jordan Pifak and said that Haji is more physical of a type of striker that um, you have in this lineup because Josh Sargent kind of got brought in for his experience overseas playing in Norwich, playing very well for Norwich right now in the championship, and then Jesus Ferreira, who had 18 goals in the MLS and um, was on the best 11. And But that, that physicality that Haji Wright brings I think is going to be a difference maker mm-hmm. um, if he can actually get consistent time on this team, whatever that might look like. Yeah, and I think I think he picked enough to where he uh, he has a lot of – tinkering to do absolutely and, and i like that i like going into a world cup i think the biggest lesson you have to file follow in a world cup is is don't stick to a system you have to be versatile you have to change based on the opponent you're playing and i think this is a squad that is very young very energetic and and very versatile you look you look at midfield tyler adams can play three different positions brendan arison weston mckinney can play three different positions each uh pulisic plays out on the left more often than not but he can be an all he can be an all out number nine. He can drop back into a center, central attacking midfield area. These these players are versatile. I would like to note 
DeAndre Yedlin is the only member of this roster who has played in a World Cup before. Yep. Um, Three caps off the bench. Notably, uh, the United States missed the 2018 World Cup <sighs> in, I did know about that. in That's heart, a whole heartbreaking thing. fashion. But here's the deal. No one has seen this team play in a World Cup in this is gonna be eight, eight, years, eight years. Eight years. All of these players are brand new to the World Cup. The world has not seen the U.S. men's national team on the world stage in eight years, and I think we're going to surprise some people. I I'm ready. Not, not only are we going to surprise, I'm, I'm some actually excited. Yeah. Not, no, we're, not only are we going to surprise some people around the world, but I think we're going to surprise our own fans. I think in in 2014, a lot of a, and it happens every World Cup. The U.S. the the support for the U.S. men's national team is like. Waning, it's it's like, it's like surprise. It's like it's like novelty. You go support the team at the World Cup. You watch World Cup games. Like the U.S. Women's National Team, there is there is following for that team. They're so good. They're so good. It it has been a developed program. It is one of the better programs in the world er, in the world when it comes to national teams. But not a lot of people get that with the men's national team. I think because there's a lot of fluctuation. There was a lot of disappointment in that 2018 qualification run where, you know, losing losing out on qualification in heartbreaking fashion to teams that we should not have been losing Trinidad to. Trinidad and Tobago. Like, Jeez. come on. I do remember that. Yeah. Yes. Um, Trinidad but, and Tobago? Really? <laughs> but the 2-1, <laughs> it was bad. I, I remember that. But yeah. this team, this team is going to surprise its own country. We're going to realize how good That'd this cool. team is. And, you know, I really hope I'm not regretting these words in a I'm month. Excited. But I think we're going to surprise some people. And I think in 2026, the United States men's national team will look to be a powerhouse in their own World Cup. Agreed. I cannot agree more. Now, we're kind of running short on time, but I want to ask you one question, Dan. If you had to pick a starting 11 for the first game oh, against boy. Wales on November 21st, oh. I want the formation... And I want the 11 players. Um, yeah, so Bryce has to step out pretty quick here. You have a class? I do. Um, uh, I also have a class. But I also, we'll, we'll talk We'll talk a little. I did email here. her, so I mean, I here. will gladly stay. Here, here hold on, go. hold on. Well, yeah, I, I can stay a little bit. Uh, I'll show up a little late. Yeah, too. here. Say less. Because uh, I want to talk, because I want to talk one, the big, the big. Oh, thing. wait. I want to talk yes. this. Yeah. Yes, but I want to hear this yeah, first. Yeah, this yeah first. so real quick, my roster. Okay, so it's Matt Turner, obviously the starting number one. Uh, Serginho Dest on the right. Um Center backs is tough. I like Tim Ream. I don't. I don't want to say pair the pair the Fulham players together, but but I think they have a great connection and they play together day in day out on what has been a very very good Fulham team in the Premier League this season. So I I'll stick with Tim Ream and Anthony Robinson. Um, and then out on and Walker Zimmerman, I'm assuming as well. You didn't say Walker Zimmerman, but. What I say? You didn't. You didn't say a second center back. That's why I asked. Oh yes, Walker Zinman. Okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, no, I said Tim Ream and then Anthony Robinson on the on the. And then all you said was Sergio. So oh, sorry. Yeah. Fine. No, Walker's. Oh yeah. In the come middle. on, Dan. Come on. What Dan. are we doing? <laughs> so sorry to reiterate. Let's go. Dazed, um Anthony Robinson on the left. Tim Ream, Zimmerman in the middle. I think there is plenty of there's plenty of stuff to to kind of shift around. I think. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers will get playing time in this World Cup, but that is my starting eleven in there. Um, the midfield, I, I think, I think we should be playing uh, a four-three-three, but more of a four-three-two, four-three-four-one-two-three. Yes. So I w- want a, a holding midfielder in front of that back four, and that's going to be Tyler Adams. Absolutely. Um, then I like, I like Weston McKinney. And uh, Brendan Aronson playing that pivot, Agreed. but I could totally see 
Um, Musa. Musa, who we didn't really talk about a lot in the roster, mm-hmm. but he's lighting it up in Valencia in, in, with Valencia in La Liga. Uh, so good. Very, very good player. But I think it'll probably be and Brendan Aronson and Weston McKinney Reed. playing that um, pivot. Um, then it's based on based on kind of what the positions are available. I would say Pulisic on the left. Josh Sargent up the middle, Gio Reyna on the right. Wow, you start Josh Sargent for the first game. I think it could be up in the air between Tim Weah and Josh Sargent, but... I think Ferreira starts the first game. Do you really? The only reason I say that is because Bearhalter favors him for some reason, and I think that Josh Sargent is almost a guarantee to start against England just because of what Bearhalter said about having experience against English competition. So I think he gives Ferreira a run for the like a start in the first game, mm-hmm. but I think Sargent will break in for the next two and then be that starter for the yeah. next couple of games. How different How different is your starting 11, or is it pretty similar? It was very similar. Like I, I definitely agree with, with Brendan Aronson and Weston McKinney in that swinging midfield right there, being able to take the attack but also come back in defense because Brendan Aronson has one of the highest work rates in the world. So just to have that guy in your midfield, is, it's, it's hard to beat. And, a, and a, I think we missed talking about it again, but the big, the big left out, Ricardo Pepe, that's tough. That's is. really tough. I think he will be in the 2026 World Cup. It's a lock. He's he's a young player though, and I think he did light it up in in the in three the goal, goals in qualifying. Uh, three goals in qualifying. He was good in the Gold Cup. I really, I, I honestly disagree with the pick a little bit. I think he should be on that I plane. Agree. Um, I agree. But you know, it, it is what it is. I think he does have a bright future with U.S. We just need to back though. this team. Like the team has been selected, they are going to the World Cup, and it's time to start supporting them, regardless yeah. of what our opinions it's, are. It's just like if your football team hires a center who's never had an NFL coaching experience. You got to back him. You oh, back hey, him. thanks for that great <laughs> transition. Um, <laughs> back welcome him. back to me on the podcast. Uh, sorry that I've been taking kind of a backseat here. Great information from both of these guys about soccer. Not Again, it's just not my thing. Uh, maybe I'll get into it a little bit more here with this World Cup. I'm excited to see what's going on. Invite me over to watch some, some women. Or It'll be on in the soccer, newsroom. Don't worry. National team, whatever. Anyway, all right, so getting into the big topic for at least the NFL, some some real football. I'm kidding. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. I, know wow. I know five or six billion other people in the world would completely disagree with me, so it's fine. Um Bryce, you're a Colts fan. Absolutely. Let's talk about what in the world this insane just streak of insanity that Jim Ursay has been on in the past couple weeks. Uh, three weeks ago or so, I think it was about three weeks now, uh, Matt Ryan benched for Sam Ellinger. The next week, Marcus Brady, our offensive coordinator of two years, fired. The next week, shocker of the century, because I thought he would finish out the year, Frank Reich let go as head coach and Even a bigger shocker. I don't even understand the thought process or anything behind it still. Jeff Saturday, hired as head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. (laughs) Interim interim head coach. Interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. What are your thoughts? Because I I honestly, when I found out that information, I I walked out of, I was in Kate Elliott's class with Dan. When I found out that Frank Wright was fired, I walked out and went, and screamed yes in a bathroom like triumphantly. <laughs> I actually did do that. That's such an Andy yeah, thing to do. And then uh, oh we were back gosh, in the UML. Yeah, we were back in the UML after Kate's class, and I got a notification on my phone that said Jeff Saturday, and I'm like, what does this mean? Because I didn't read the whole thing. Went to Twitter. Jeff Saturday hired his interim head coach. I literally fell to my knees in the middle of the UML and was confused. Oh. I just, I was like, 
I, I don't know. I didn't even say anything. I was just like, what? So with <laughs> with, with the daily news, we do we do a lot of breaking sports reporting when it comes to like pro teams and stuff, especially in B yeah. teams. Um, so like when. I think there was a trade that happened with the Pacers last season, and and we we do we do a quick we pull uh, associated the Halliburton trade, yeah, Halliburton. yeah, yeah. So we we pull Associated Press and we just put it up, and it's breaking news, and we like to cover stuff like that. Yeah. So we're we're I'm walking into the newsroom, we're talking about the Frank Knight Reich news. I'm sitting down, I'm writing the AP. I publish it, I put it on socials, I sit back, I put my feet up on my desk, and I hear Andy go, I'm not going to yell it, but I hear Andy go, what? the heck is going on in the newsroom and I turn around and then I like check my tweets which are just blowing up Jeff yeah. Saturday and then I'm like gotta gotta go edit this breaking news piece <laughs> this story has been updated for what the heck is going, going on, on. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the first time in, in his 25 year ownership of the of the Colts that yeah. Jim Irsay says grab Actually, has fired, has fired I was about to make a joke, but that's a little negative towards Mr. Ursay. Um, <laughs> but has fired a coach midseason. Yes. And more so, I I think, you know, the Ring of Honor a couple weeks prior is going and shaking everyone's hand. He might have leaned in and go, hey, I'm going to send you a text maybe a little later. We'll talk. That was wild, though. Like, <laughs> Jeff Saturday? I don't know. Thank you. Yes. Jeff, okay. Yes. Because that was you the were, exact reaction. You were yes. the first person that, that, like, that I found out Jeff Saturday yeah. was hired because we were talking about yeah. Frank Reich, and then, like, five minutes later, after we had started talking about it, you send Jeff, send Saturday, send, and I was like, huh? Yeah. And you're like, he just got hired as the head coach of the Colts, and I was like, you're joking. <laughs> no, he wasn't joking. No. But like, I have my skeptics. Of course, you're sure. going to have skeptics. This dude is not coached at all at he the was college three level, and seven three in and high seven school. in high school. What? No college experience, no NFL experience, but this dude in his interview. Like rallied the oh, yeah. troops. Uh, he did. What in the world? Like I am. I'm hype. I am hyped for it. I have yeah. no idea what's gonna happen. I have at all very None. low expectations for this, but I'm excited about it. No. <laughs> I don't care if he doesn't succeed. I don't care if it's it's a huge success. I yeah. just want to see Jeff Saturday in action. Like I'm so excited. It's crazy. So. Um, in the, in his interview or his interview, well, his press conference, yeah. the second one that he had after yeah. Jim Irsay said a bunch of stuff about not knowing how to make sausage and we're not <laughs> flying to Mars or whatever the heck else he said. I don't even really know. It, <laughs> dude is dude is off his rocker, but I love it in the same way. Um, he's kind of just like taking on the persona of every Colts fan where he's just, I don't even, he's just done with it. He's just done with it. And I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, but in Jeff Saturday's just by himself presser, he goes, Bro, I'm confident in myself as a man. I know what I'm doing. Maybe I'll be really bad at this. Maybe I'll be really good at it. I don't know, but I'm going to dang well sure that I'm going to try. It sounds exactly like it that. It does too. sound. It's I, exactly I, what it's like. I absolutely loved that video. I know. That, that gave me Dan Campbell vibes. And, and then he, and he talked about how he like played the NFL for 14 years, like, new Hall of Famer. He's not bad success. at this. No, <laughs> yeah. no, he knows what he's doing. He knows the well, game of football. He knows the game of football. He does. does he know head coaching? I don't and know. We're gonna find out, and that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be a and real. It's kind of fun. Like yes. I like the experiment. And, I do. And yeah. we had we had Caleb Zuver, uh, friend of the pod, uh, reporter for the DN uh, Sports section. He wrote yes. a, he wrote a column about uh, about what this means. And he uh, well, actually, he wrote a column when they started Sam Ellinger, and he goes basically they've given up on the season. Yeah. Either Sam Ellinger does really lights out, plays great, and he's our new number one, or we've got a first round quarterback to to spend our money on. Um. I think they're leaning towards the latter now. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. He's not, he's really spoiled his, his opportunity. And I feel that's bad. also partially not his fault because our O line gives him no time of protection. That mm-hmm. is true. Hey, if at the bare minimum, Jeff Saturday 
center in the NFL, probably should be a Hall of Fame center. He will be. Probably is going to fix that offensive line. I sure I really hope so. hope so. I really hope so. But Dan with our in, in regards to our our bet that was made. <laughs> you want to you want to take back on it cuz uh, you can't. You I cannot. Know I can't. So, uh, you still so, have covers. You still have So covers. when the Lions were 1 in 5 or 1 in 6, I texted Andy and I was like we can go back on this or whatever. I should have said yes. <laughs> he should have said uh, yes because now the Lions are two and six, and the Colts fresh are off three, a Packers five, win. Three six and one. Are we three six and one? Three six, three five and one. Three five and one. We are one so win back. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Like this Lions team's good. You think you think we're losing to the Bears this week? Yes. Okay, what's better? What's better <laughs> yes. though? No, you no, we are not. Yes, what's better are. though? Three six, three and six, or three six and one? Well, it's three five and one. No, well, if we lose this week and they win. A uh, three six and one is better. I think it is. It is better. Yes, yeah, because so you have a tie. Two, two, but two, also, it was a tie to the Houston and Texans. In the first week. Yeah. In the first I'm well aware. I don't know. First week. I don't know. I don't know. Dave's well, I, I do still owe Andy <laughs> some uh, Culver's, which, you know, I'm on duty tonight, but I'll figure out a time. Uh, so am it. I. Do you have this weekend, too? I just have. We just have a half. I have this weekend. Oh, off, so oh, oh, Bryce is also an RA. Bryce is also an RA. Yes, I So we had Dan on the podcast last week, RA. You're an RA. I'm an RA. Bryce is an RA. Who else do we want to invite on here? Uh, ben Hamilton. Let's bring him on in. Ben Hamilton's let's, a vibe. Let's bring I love Charlie Cronin on in here. Charlie uh, Cronin. Um, <laughs> Bryce is a, an, an RA in Kinghorn. Yes. Um, so none of us are actually RAs in the same building. Dude. Imagine if imagine if we were all RAs in oh, the same building. All That'd be all heck sick. would break loose, but uh, it'd be yes. so fun. It'd be so much fun. It'd be so fun. Um, we are we are relatively nearing the end of the yes, podcast. I would like to say real quick, I just got a text about it while you guys were discussing your shambles of an NFL franchise. Thanks so much. Um, this guy's two and six. This guy's two and if six. If the Lions yes. played the Colts right now, who would win? The it Colts. is the Lions. The you really Colts. think the Colts would no, still? Are you kidding me? I don't know. Are you kidding me? On what on what planet? On what planet? Are we on Mars? Are we on Mars, Andy? Earth. No, we're not. We're on Earth, and the Lions win on Earth. Earth. The Lions win on Earth. Is that what you're telling me? That's that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. I do think though, like I think we talked. It was mentioned at some point where basically the two teams with the lowest record in the NFL battle it out for the number one overall pick. I like that idea. I, I actually, I've come to hate that now. I like that I, idea. I mean, come on, well, dude. If you're if you're playing in that game, you know how demoralizing that it's like. Oh yeah. It's like imagine <laughs> if you're a quarterback playing in that game. It's like I really want Bryce Young. Let's Sam, play well. Sam Elliott <laughs> run out there. And like, Jared Goff. Yeah. Let's, let's I gotta sling Young. the ball so I can get replaced. Place? Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Make, any it it doesn't make any sense. sense. No. Uh, no, but I got a text from a friend. Friend of the podcast was on the show a couple weeks ago. Claire Witty. Claire Witty uh-huh. uh, uh, worked for the Pittsburgh Steelers this summer. That's good. Got an interview with the Miami. Miami Dolphins next Tuesday. Ooh. Uh, all all love and all luck and all support to Claire Witty on that. Um, I told her she had to buy me some Dolphins merch, but I don't think I don't think I want Dolphins. So merch. she's not going to be a good. Steelers fan. She's going to. I don't know. So I we we talked to her about this when she was on the podcast. She was basically like, you kind of like you when you're working for a team, you get so familiar with the players yeah. that you start to support them. But if she works the Steelers one summer, the Dolphins the next summer, and then the Bengals, and then like, the yeah, Bengals, yeah, yeah. Like, you just just buy a bunch of NFL merch. That's she, what you do. Yeah, just general just NFL, NFL merch. Like, like that hat that Rob Lowe wore at the Super Bowl. Yes, <laughs> which just like. The just the NFL shields, like I am NFL fan. <laughs> yeah. Watch my show, sports ball. Um, Watch my show. <laughs> well, like I like to like what what happens when a coach gets fired? Like, do they keep their gear? Yeah, I think I'd like to think yeah. like an NFL coach. 
who yeah. has played for, let's say like. I'm sure I'm, some of the, okay, like, there's team issued merch. So that, I have no idea. But th- I, I think I, maybe what I would do if I was an NFL coach who like bounced around to multiple teams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could do it. You know, if Jeff Saturday can, I can. You mean like. Everybody? No. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> you kicked for one year in high school. I was <laughs> academic <laughs> all state. So was I. So was Everybody I was academic all state. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Everybody was academic all state. Um, all right, let's, as a manager, I were you academic all state? No. Dang. I like <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I could have. I don't think that. I don't think that's a thing. I like. <laughs> I, I like to think if I was an NFL wish. coach who bounced around from multiple teams throughout my career, I would keep like one or two of the apparel that I really liked and just yeah. put it in my closet. And then yeah. when I retire, I have like different stuff. Give it to yeah. my kids. You know, give it to your kids. Give it to your wife. Give it to your husband. Give it to whoever. You know. Yes. Like. Uh, you just have it, and I, I think throwing it away is a bad idea. Or maybe if it's team issued, do you have to give it back? No. That's what I was saying. No, I don't like think if it's so. team issued, no, because they know. get new stuff every year. That, that's got to be free. That's got to be free. It, no, but if it's it, team yeah. issued, like they may like they like, might have a policy that you have to return some stuff. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. How maybe you got to return the tablet. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. It's like your job back, and also that shirt that we gave you yeah, two years ago. I want it. All right? I, I <laughs> need it that, back. That official Colts property. That, that official Colts license tie. Give, give it back. It. <laughs> that thing you're wearing right there. You, you, the coat. That little. Mine. That little Take trademark on the back. <laughs> Take I, it off. It means I need Take it back. Take it off. <laughs> Um, no, but I, I, I do, I do <laughs> a- aspire to live like Andrew Newman and have like aggressive amounts of merch for each hey, team. And, and shout I out ordered to Bryce right now. He, Bryce is wearing a bunch of Celtics full Celtics stuff. gear. Yeah, full Celtics, full Celtics play Celtics tonight. Gear. Celtics play tonight. Oh yeah, I got the the general NBA stuff. Yeah, I know you got the general I, NBA pants. <laughs> I, I am basketball fan. <laughs> yes, but, but yeah, the Celtics play the Nuggets tonight. But cool. that's besides the point. Yep. But um. That's, is that the end? I think that's all we got wow. for today. Nice. I show. really appreciate you coming on. Please I let believe. me come on more. Yes. Please. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We need to um, maybe end of the World Cup or one end of the World, World Cup. Cup sh- bring it back. Towards the end, we'll do. Yeah. Maybe we'll do one after the group stages. There you we know, go. There's the, the knockouts. Yeah. Okay. I want to. I want to do. We'll have a little bit more to talk about in that realm. There. Yeah. This is. <laughs> a, yeah. We'll and we'll you have will you have studied? You will have watched yeah, games. Sure. We'll yeah. have you. Yeah. We'll have you input. Um, yeah. But I want <laughs> I want to do like a large podcast. I want to do a podcast with like six, seven, eight people. With Zuver, cool. like and, Zuver, and Greer, freaking Joey, Savage, Joey Moore, Vinny Marano, like <laughs> the the folks, <laughs> like John Kleemeyer. like get everyone on. <laughs> Logan um, Salisbury. <laughs> Like no. <laughs> I mean, we are Ball State's premier sports podcast, so like, oh, yeah, we course, should yeah. we should do like a live we should do like a live from Emmons Auditorium. Yeah. Bring in Drew Plitt. Yeah. Drew Plitt needs to come back on when XFL starts. That's up. true. Um, we can get Drew Plitt back again. Shout when out XFL Drew. Starts. Um, do you cool. think That'd he listens? Sick. Drew, are you no, listening? No. Send me send us a text hey, if you're listening. <laughs> I interviewed you last year. Uh, cool. Drew yes. Drew is an awesome guy. Cool dude. I, I would like to say every I I can confidently say every person we've had on the podcast is a genuinely amazing person that is true um, we don't really invite thanks Dan we don't invite losers on this yes. show <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have yeah. Joey on then oh. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have Joey on then oh my god <laughs> just random shade to Joey Moore at the end I love you Joey I love you Joey we love you Joey all jokes aside thank you as always for joining us Bryce thank you all for listening go Carol Chargers go Carol Chargers Go Lions. Yes. Um, go, go, go Colts. Yep. Make sure you go follow Lions. us on socials. We'll drop Bryce's socials in yes, the uh, show notes. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. You in, why do I have to whisper? Do, do you have to, though. I don't know why. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week. See you next week.